Hey, did you hear about uh, those two guys? They got that podcast, uh, Juice Sample and Clever Wes. Yeah, them, them fat fucks from Ohio. Yeah, they're they're pretty fat. Uh, What's the name of their podcast again? I think it's like the mo- 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 motherfucking Sample Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Sample Hour. I'm your host, Drew Sample. We have a sub-in co-host today, Mr. No Susquehanna. What's good? I'm Jason at No Susquehanna on the Twitters. Uh, we, have, uh, we have a very special guest today, but first off, I just want to say we are a member of the Inspired Disorder Collective. Uh, if you guys would, would go to www.inspireddisordercollective.com. And join our group. Also, you can like us on Facebook, www.thesampleout.com forward slash the sample hour. And follow us on Twitter. But with that being said, we have a very special guest, one of our favorite guests. And actually, probably after being able to see this gentleman twice, Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Two weeks in a row, once in a bar and the next in a theater. Just super impressed overall, just with like the, I don't know, just your ability to do comedy, Mr. Sam Tripoli. Like, I just want to say, like, because you did two totally different sets, man. So the first time I saw you, we're in like a noisy bar, and yeah. you killed it. I mean, a midget came up on stage, yes. gave a girl a lap dance, you, you talked to this girl's ass, which is probably my favorite part of the show. That's Besides, for sure. besides, yeah, besides Tony Hinchcliffe coming out and then talking to a midget. And uh, he lit up by a midget too. He won't admit yeah. it. That midget lit him up. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. And then, uh, and then the next week, getting to go see you at the palace in Columbus, and like, yeah, that was a, that was a really good treat. Yeah. You know, uh, you know the the people over there at Static Dog Entertainment, who are pretty good, who are really great people, were putting together a show for me and. At first, the tickets were a little slow, and we're like, oh, I wonder why it is. And then we realized that there was a bunch of Death Squad shows going on the following week. And even though both the shows in Pittsburgh and, uh, where was it, uh, Columbus, the bar, what bar did we play? The Woodlands. Woodlands. It was, they were both packed, and they were great. Uh, but I realized that a lot of people were saving up to go see Rogan. And then when I got called to do Rogan, even though it was under pretty awful uh, circumstances, it was a great treat to go do, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Columbus was great. Uh, Cincinnati was great, scary at the same time. Uh, <laughs> Cincinnati is pretty ghetto, bro. I mean, they got bl- real black people. They ain't <laughs> fucking around. That's hilarious. Like, we the- got, in LA, we got Hollywood black people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's they like- act like they got street cred, but they don't. They're just black, good-looking. Fucking dude, I went to the... Like I was talking, I went to the most ghetto Chipotle I've ever been in my life. <laughs> it's like a Chipotle from the wire. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what you get in Cincinnati and Dayton. Yeah, Dayton's also, but Dayton's got, like, we talked about this before, I think, ghetto farmers. That's what they got, man. They got some shady farmers out there. <laughs> ghetto country, man. That's... I'm wearing gold grills and fubu. <laughs> that's kind of, yeah, and you're going to get to see more ghetto when you come back to Akron this month. 
Yeah, for sure. It actually, yeah, you guys, you guys got to take pride in your ghetto, man. You guys, don't, Detroit takes a, uh, brags about it. You guys, I'm pretty impressed. But it was a great time, man. It was, uh, man, that Columbus show. I was like, man, that was, I was, that place was too nice for my dick jokes. I don't know. I, the uh, the palace or the the first show. Uh, the palace. Yeah, I tell you what, though, man, I thought you still crushed it, and it was a totally different set than what you did the week before. I mean, you used a few same jokes, but mainly the week before was you lighting up drunk lady, like drunk bitches, pretty much, like, uh, and then uh, telling dick jokes, and then the the chick talking to her ass. I mean, it was uh, it was different, though, man. But it, it was two different totally venues, and it was like at the like you were awesome at both. And it was like, one was like when, when you want to get a little bit more grimy, it seemed like, and you want to really just dive into crazy shit that you like to talk about. And the other was like, Hey, I can go in a polished off set and a, in a palace in a theater and crush it. I mean, yeah. It's uh, it goes down to how intimate you want to get with the crowd. Like, you know, it was very funny. I was talking to uh, Ari Shafir recently and he was talking about like, like, it's fun to play theaters like that, and it's a blessing to be able to do something like that. But, like, it's also as enjoyable to play 100 people that are there to see you and that are fans of yours. You know, it's like, you know, whether it's a comedy club or a, a bar, it is, uh, I enjoy it as much. Because, I mean, different shows for different rooms, that's what you got to do. If I try to do that, at a, you know, if I try to do the bar show in a in a in a theater like that it would just be chaos it would people you know when they're paying for that kind of money you want a kind of a polished off set and you're there you know i mean that that show there is like it's all about rogan you know i mean you're blessed that he takes you on the road with him yeah you know, your job is to set him up to get the crowd jumping so when he goes out there it's not but a good time so you know different shows for different rooms i enjoy both of them don't get me wrong i like an easy room where you walk up to two thousand people we're all death squad fans and it's totally great time, but I also like, uh, just, uh, you know, a filthy bar show with just a bunch of fucking bar rats hanging around. <laughs> when the, the dude, like I was in Alaska, I was giving bar shots to chicks who would come dressed as Vikings. Every time I gave them a shot, they'd sit on somebody's face. <laughs> Tell us more about this. You, you gotta go into that a little bit. Well, this bar cahoots, it's called coots. It's a, uh, Chilcoots Charlie. And it's like this crazy bar in Anchorage. And every, you know, I mean, it's like this, this bar's been open for like decades, man. Like generation after generation goes to this bar. And it's like people go to this bar that were conceived in the bar, you know? And it's just like, it's just crazy. It's like they're, and you think, oh, it's Anchorage. You always hear the story like how there's no women in Anchorage. I think there's like parts, I mean, there's no women in Alaska. There's parts of Alaska where, you know, there's no women because it's just too rugged and, it's, you know, a couple crazy fucking threes or fours goes out there because, you know, they're the only ones out there. Like when there's like a thousand guys for every chick, a three becomes an eight very quickly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's absolutely. a bunch of boost pussy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when I went out there 10 years ago, I don't think it was like that. Maybe I'm wrong just because of the experience. But when I went out there 10 years ago, the, you know, the Internet wasn't what it was. You know, just, it, you know, Internet is so much bigger now. And it's, it, you know, it's like I went to the fucking, I went to a strip bar there and I saw strippers who looked like Junior Seau was fucking giving lap dances. <laughs> but now I went out there, it was just like nothing but super hotties everywhere. And I'm giving like. You know, and like it was a cool bar because some bars that I play, like you know, obviously I'm not at at a level popularity at this moment, and who knows if we'll ever get to that, where you know I'm selling out three thousand seat theaters. Who knows? You know, maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. I don't know. I don't. It's not really a focus right now. Uh, but what I do bring is boozers. I, I bring pure alcoholics. Uh, to my shows and like I may have a third or two thirds of the crowd like a guy who sells it out but I will triple their liquor liquor sales and because I just bring a party and it's and uh, this club was nice enough to let me just give out as many shots as I needed to 
That's fucking awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, because some clubs don't do that, and I just like, like, and I don't even drink. I'm not drinking to get drunk. I'm drinking to get the party going. I mean, I don't drink anymore. I mean, I give out shots to get the party going. You give a couple girls some shots. Everybody starts drinking. Next thing you know, you're breaking bar records. You know, so they had a they had a night there, the first a- annual uh, party like a Viking night, which I think. I mean, if you're really going to party like a Viking, you're pretty much raping people and <laughs> setting shit and killing babies and, you know, which is fine with me. That's how you want to party. Just know, like, what's about to go down. So I, um, I, uh, we do this whole thing. No, I wouldn't kill babies, obviously. It got that's very a, quiet on the other end. No, that's, uh, a, that's a party for Yuck Nasty and Dogga yeah, Baby. Our friends Yuck Nasty and Dogga talk about it all the time. They're, they're just, baby punters over there. Yeah, they bay. punch babies. Sometimes babies need to get punched, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the ones who just fucking mean mug you all the time and don't <laughs> shut up. But, so I'm doing this thing and I'm like, who will do it? I'm like, I'll give the shot to whoever sit on my face. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> and girl's, and she, this girl goes, I'll do it. And I look over, I'm like, okay, what fucking troll just volunteered for this? I look over and it's this, I have to make sure my girlfriend isn't walking in on it. <laughs> and it's this really hot, like, blonde in a Viking suit. And I'm like, okay, get the shots. And she gets shot, and she just fucking sits on my face. And I get full <laughs> peeve, like, and you see my nose. That's, I, I'm penetrating people. You know what I'm saying? I'm, no, I'm nose raping people. So she sits on my face, and then she, I, the whole rest of the night, I just give her a shot. She'd sit on a crowd member's face. That's hilarious. We played uh, Lesbian Idol. That was fun. <laughs> How does Lesbian Idol work? I just, uh, I get three uh, groups of uh, chicks, and they, uh, we do, we make them reenact lesbian porn scenes. <laughs> okay. And then I play Boom Mic Guy. I take the mic stand on Boom Mic Guy, but I'm bad because I'm always hitting their head with the microphone. <laughs> dude that's awesome when are we gonna get the road show version of the naughty show so that we can get all this kind of activity in the different cities where everybody likes to listen to the naughty show listen to your other podcasts um well you know it's like i would love to bring it i'm trying to find a a, t- a company that creates tours to uh let me do it out there we got a couple big shows coming up here we got a Show May second at the heart at the uh, Comedy Store main room. We got some TV execs coming out, so hopefully it'll be a packed, crazy show. And uh, you know they're gonna make a decision. We've had like three meetings with them now, and they're very interested in uh, turning it into a TV show. And so hopefully that will go, and which will make it easier for it to tour. Absolutely. Then, hopefully that's a, a cable TV show where they let you loose a little bit. Oh yeah, you're not, well, you're not limited you know, by the, the naughty show. Only work on a channel that lets me just go batshit crazy. You yeah. know, like for a while there, I wanted it to be on Comedy Central, but there's no way they could handle that. No, there's no yeah. way. This thing's just the. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be full of debauchery and just craziness. So I'm gonna do it on. Uh, who knows? So if this channel likes it, then we'll shoot something crazy. But then we're also doing uh, the Hard Rock Casino, uh, May. 10th and 11th in las vegas it's a really big thing man you know a lot of times when you you, uh, if you go do a show in vegas at a casino they do something called four walling and four wallings basically means the casino will give you the room but that's all they give you you have to handle everything else like staff uh security promotions it's like it's it's a crazy thing, man. Like Roseanne Barr tried to do it, and it, it's really hard to do. But we've been blessed that the Hard Rock Casino is getting behind the show and is basically doing the promotions for us. So we've been blessed that we get a fat guarantee, not fat guarantee, a good guarantee, and then we get to go out and they're going to handle all the promotion of the of the club of the show. So that will be May tenth and eleventh. And it's going to be a huge, like, it's going to be called the Naughty Show Weekend at the Hard Rock Casino. And they're going to have a giant after party in um, this 
awesome club called Body English. We're teaming up with AVNs, which is the Adult Video News, which holds the awards every year. Sweet, dude. That's serious. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a dream come true, and it's going to be just chaos. So we're going to have the Tebow. We're going to have Jason Tebow. We're going to have um, Gareth Reynolds out there. Vicky's going to be helping. We're going to have uh, – we're trying to put together a killer show of just chaos, bro. I'm very excited about doing because this this club out there – is so perfect for the naughty show. It's like the it's like stay the art like venue, man. Got it's, huge two huge jumbotrons, giant. We're gonna put poles all over the place. I'm bringing out like the greatest pole dancer ever. Her name's Leah Costa. Man, this chick is it's incredible what she does. She does like the Matrix moves on a pole. She's so incredible. It's fucking nuts. That's awesome. So if any of us want to come out to that, what club is that so we can look up that stuff on the internet and what hotel should we stay at? Well, I would it's it's at the Hard Rock Casino and it's called Vinyl. And it's really cool because the show before us is Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, that's oh, sweet. That's fucking awesome. So go Andrew Dice Clay to the naughty show. So it sounds like management there knows what they're getting into this time. As opposed to the last time you guys had the the pool party thing, yeah, because that, that dude, the fans were so that. upset about that dude because that was such an awesome show. And it seemed like management of that place kind of pulled the rug under you guys, which I thought was pretty shitty of them. I, but I, so I it's awesome to see it. you got something going with some people that are already working with Dice Clay. If they're already working with Dice, they're not going to get offended. So that's awesome. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. I honestly don't believe it was the casino that had a problem with it. It was the it was the people who own the people who own the own the the casino. So is the casino owners more than the management? No, it's the owners of the casino owners. It was like oh, wow. it was like, like the investment group or something. Yeah, like something way up like, the chain. Even like the guy who like oh these this guy owns the or this group owns, you know. The Hard Rock. Well, it's the people who lended the people who own the Hard Rock. Oh, wow. See, because what happened was the uh, they had a show out of the Hard Rock pool party called Rehab on True TV. And what happened was the reality show producers are slightly below porn producers. And I know a lot of porn producers, and they're nice people. Reality show producers are, are scumbags they're like scumbags dude they're like scumbags they, it's like it's i can tell you some crazy shit they make you sign releases before they tell you what you're doing so you can't do anything it's like really fucked up so anyways they showed a bunch of shit at at rehab that they shouldn't be showing people doing drugs people having sex which is you know tattletelling you know that's you're some snitch the fucking ass shit pole. yeah that's some snitch ass shit man why does everybody got to tell everything, man? That's what's going to happen at my naughty show. There's going to be a private room, no cameras, no nothing. I don't care how hot you are or how famous you are. You can't take a picture of anything happening in the back room. She's going to be old school Frank Sinatra style. That's awesome. You fucking take a picture. You get your legs broken. <laughs> See, that's, that's, awesome. that's a great policy because then you can have an experience there. If you're a fan that, the comedians aren't afraid then of like what happened to Daniel Tosh when he got, you know, when the blogger went after him for some of his comments or anything like that. Like it seems like no recording policy, no pictures kind of frees you guys up a little bit more to just kind of take chances with your jokes. Yeah. And that girl's just trying to get famous off him. And at the end, nobody likes a snitch. I mean, at the end, look at all those girls who fuck Tiger Woods and all these famous guys that came out. Nothing happened to them. Nobody likes a snitch, dude. Yeah. To see a murderer, say something. Short of that, shut the fuck up. That seems like a quick way to lose your place in Hollywood, right? If you start talking about all that behind-the-scenes stuff openly. Right, man. I mean, that's just the thing is that people don't understand is, like, entertainers tend to be scumbags. Uh, we like scumbag shit. We're into scumbag shit. Uh, that's why we're entertaining. We're not normal human beings. We're into weird shit. 
and that's why we are different than everybody. You know, and then back in the day, you know, I mean, Frank Sinatra's, you know, womanizing, gambling, fucking putting hits out on the mob or whatever he's fucking doing. Nobody had a problem with that, right? But Absolutely. Not, John Travolta can't even get a hand job without somebody fucking suing him. It's all bullshit. <laughs> That's so true, man. Uh, That's why we thank you for doing the naughty show and doing your part to combat all that political correctness nonsense and actually not being afraid to do you know, what's most people would consider kind of pushing the envelope comedy. Yeah. I just consider kind of more like honesty. You kind of yeah, call a lot of shit and, how it is. Dark and, and edgy material when done right isn't really dark. and It's just honesty. Yeah. You know, the light fluffy comedy that's really popular. That's, that's just basically comics and I have no problems with it. Uh, that's just basically comics doing bits on subjects we all already agree about agree upon you know what i'm saying yeah you know black guys you know walk got big dicks and you know blah 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 and you know don't get me wrong i got a couple black guy big dick jokes but you know it's like for the most part you know it's just all subjects we already agree upon and that and and people scared people like that because then they don't have to think yeah. Political correctness has tried to take away the desire to uh, have to think instead of having to use common sense. And, and everything you see, you have to digest whether it's racist or it's just an observation or humorous observation. You know, I think uh, I think it's kind of interesting. And I think a lot of times political correctness is racist. In a oh, sense. Completely. It is what it is. It's like guilty white people like uh, feeling bad that they were born into success. Yeah. And wanting to create rules. And that, you know, it it's like this thing with Glee today. I mean, like Glee, a show which is completely progressive, and it's fine. It's a great show. And I'm very liberal. I'm not progressive. I'm very liberal. And the reason I say that is because I find progressives to be closed-minded. They're, they're open-minded to the things they like. I'm like, it's like Rosie O'Donnell is a progressive. Howard Stern is a liberal. That's kind of how I see it. He's kind of open-minded to everybody. But this whole thing with... Glee, which is a very progressive show, you know, they have a fucking kid with Down syndrome bring a gun to school as a school shooter. I mean, is this South Park? I mean, that's a fucking a <laughs> retard school shooter. <laughs> if I did a joke about that on stage, people would go fucking nuts. I think you need a joke about that now. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That sounds fucking hilarious. I do joke about getting heckled by retards at a special Olympics thing and I lose always lose half the crowd I have to do a bit about why I lost them <laughs> because they can't handle that I'm telling a true story <laughs> but yet they're okay with Glee for having arming retards something else about Glee too that Glee takes place in like Lima, Ohio I think that looks nothing like Lima, Ohio yeah, there's no school in Ohio has a lesbian football coach. <laughs> that's for sure. That's you for know? sure. Absolutely. That's just how that, and that's cool. That's, and I'm fine. I like, I say, dude, do whatever the fuck you want to. It's just when people start imposing their beliefs on others, and it comes from both sides. Yeah. And conservatives have tend to do it longer, but it is true. Like, I was, I just did Izzy's, uh, Podcast, so I don't want to touch too much on what I said there. But if you ever think that America's shitty, watch Vice. Yeah, that New episode out now, by the way. Oh, Vice dude, did TV. you watch? Did you watch episode one, Sam? Yeah. On HBO. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Let's stop getting mad about words. Yeah. Let's just think. God, there's not ten-year-olds with fucking AK-47s that they've built. That yeah, they built. <laughs> And they handcrafted. Taking classes and building guns, not reading and writing. Yeah, in the Philippines. Or then, uh, I thank God that we don't have, you know, eight-year-olds being told they're going to be okay when they wear the their magic vest that's going to make everybody disappear. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fucked up crazy shit, man, that goes on. Yeah, there's, like, parts of Europe, Canada, and parts of, like, Latin America, but the rest of the world is pretty much fucked. It's just fucking crazy, man. 
Yeah. I know though. I was, I was in China. That's a fucking nice place. But back to the uh, theater gig. It was a great time. Uh, it was probably one of the best gigs I've ever done. <laughs> I, I, excellent segue there. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I really, I really enjoyed you both shows and I enjoyed you in different ways. Like it was, it was just, it was, it was really, I mean, my brother and I, cause we went to both shows and we were just blown away. Like we were blown away by, you had two completely different sets and you killed it in two totally different ways. Well, I'm really happy because I'm thinking about recording a CD for this when I go out to Ohio and uh, I have a bunch of new jokes. I've been the only reason I won't I won't record the CD is because I, I got a bunch of new jokes. But maybe I'll just record all the old stuff. But I got a bunch of new jokes that I didn't do out there that I think you guys would really enjoy. So some new stories. I'm trying to tell some stories of debauchery. I've been uh, in, that I've been talking about a couple of things. That some funny gigs I've done and experience with Joe Rogan and all this stuff. So. If you saw the last two shows, just understand there's a bunch of new material that will be done. And it's going to be interesting because, you know, the the type of comedians this club brings out really fits what I do. So I hopefully we'll be able to have a fun, like, bar-type show in a comedy club, which means there'll be a little less talking. I'll be more listening. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, that'll be sweet. I, I really want to go, but I actually uh, I have drunk camp. The weekend that you're there, man, it What's sucks. drunk camp? Oh, uh, well, in Ohio, when you get a DUI... Or you oh, get man, I understand, dude. Yeah, I, I gotta go I gotta go through 8, 8 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. of of prevention and uh, education from the, from the state, pretty much. You have to go how long? It's 8 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. every day, and I have to stay in a hotel. Oh, yeah, dude. They're just doing that to piss you off. That's the whole thing, man. It's not even about teaching you anything about drinking and driving. It's like we're gonna waste your fucking life for one week. Yeah, or we, yeah, pretty much for the weekend. I mean, it's uh for the weekend, yeah, yeah. Fuck them. But uh, that's in uh, Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. For anybody that's wondering, right outside of Akron, it's called the it's called the Funny Stop, and you can get tickets right now. Just www.funnystop.com. Um, that's who, the 18th through the 20th. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great gig. It's like only Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's like phenomenal. And it looks like it's you and Rob Allen. Are you guys doing that together? No, it's me and a guy named uh, Chad Zumach. Okay. Who used to be uh, on the uh, drive home on a Cleveland radio. Really funny guy. Very excited about being out there. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I always have fun in Cleveland. Yeah. It's, I, hopefully, you don't get roofied again. Yeah, let's hope not. I mean, yeah, Cleveland's crazy, dude. Got the scariest homeless people I've ever met in my fucking life. Dude, I a guy asked me for a dollar one time. Did I already tell this story? I'm not sure, but you can tell it again. It's great. I uh, that he, he guy asked me for a dollar. I'm like, maybe after I'm done with my, you know, I'm going into a restaurant. I'm like, maybe when I'm done. He comes in about half an hour in. He's like, dude, can I get that dollar? I'm like, I'm eating. He starts like pre-bussing. He's, <laughs> He's like, are oh, you done with this dish? Done with I'm like, dude, you want a fucking dollar? <laughs> I'm like, where's security in this fucking restaurant? <laughs> I want to start going Welcome out to first. Ohio. Yeah. Cleveland. What's that, Sam? So Cleveland's now being featured on the first 48. I want to start doing tours of the, of, of the first 48 Cleveland style. I saw Fat Mama get shot over there. I saw Big Daddy get fucking shanked over here. Just get a bus. Just do first 48 tours. It's a little bit worse in Cleveland than in Detroit, because at least in Detroit, they got the bears roaming the city to kind of keep people in check. In Cleveland, no bears. What's that, Sam? What do you mean, bears? Did you see that in Detroit? Bears starting to repopulate outskirts of the city that is so hilarious that rogan talked about that a while ago on his podcast they were linking articles and whatnot and just different videos of the bears taking over the places that have been abandoned that is so hilarious are they moving in they might be yeah they may are they eating everybody's porridge (laughs) as straight up little you know that's so hilarious that's hilarious. Um, Dad gets to work. 
You've been uh, you've been. Is curious. that one where the black bears live, or is that the bad at neighborhood? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> black bears doing drive-bys. Yeah, white bears, polar bears hooking up black bears. <laughs> That's awesome. That's that was just a... uncalled for. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah, be... man. And then I'm doing a death squad tour with uh, my good friend Brian Redband and Tony Hinchcliffe. We will be in Sacramento, the third and fourth, and San Francisco. On the fifth. the fifth, yeah, that's gonna be fun. San Francisco is one of the best places to do comedy, and we're playing Cobbs, which is like this humongous, gorgeous theater, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. San Francisco is like New York City meets Amsterdam. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, like you can go buy your stocks, and then during lunch you can go fist a hooker. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's so interesting. And but so funny about San Francisco is like everyone thinks it's the gayest city ever. It's not even close to LA. Like San Francisco is full of like people who are gay, business people who are gay. LA is the business of gay. Like people make money off of gay in LA. It's like the craziest thing you'll ever see. I just like to bring my dad down the fucking road. Drive him down through West Highway and just see him shocked at like all the gay billboards. Like they got man ass on billboards up here. <laughs> you know, it's so weird. I was hanging out with Red Band the other day. This is not a gay story, but Red Band's found a new app for Asian hand jobs. They actually have an app <laughs> <laughs> where it tells you to go get Asian hand jobs. So we we're hanging out with last night and he's showing me it's like a rub something. Can you believe there's an app for a fucking prostitution? Like, isn't that the easiest way to get fucking picked up? I mean, you would think, but I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, those. It's kids are so fucking lazy now. Back in the day, you had to drive around, find a hooker, make, convince yourself she's a hooker, ask her if she's a hooker, <laughs> beg she doesn't call the cops on you, get her in the car, negotiate with her, which is so rough with a hooker. <laughs> This is what you do when you go. You go really low with them. It's almost like when you go to China and you go to these flea markets and you get really cheap shit. You go really low, like offensively low. So if you want like a, you want like anal, you go five dollars and you start from there. <laughs> That's hilarious. Or pull the Joey Diaz move and show up in advance with the crushed up Advil in your pocket and tell her it's coke. That's such a boss move. That's he was just talking about that earlier on Rogan's podcast today. Well, what I if, my problem is like I would be so pissed. I I give her the coke and then I'd want to do a line of it and then I'd be like, this is shitty ass coke, and then I'd have to go out and get real coke. So I just fucking ruined the whole thing. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah, just fucking. Yeah, hookers are interesting, man. I just have to say, I can't bang. The, the problem with all the hookers out here is they're all Russian hookers. I don't like Russian hookers. I like American hookers. I what? believe in filth by choice. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I want to believe that uh, that these women love sex so much they're willing to give it up for fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think there's a guy in the other room with a gun to their like grandma's head. That if she doesn't give me the anal, they're going to fucking kill grandma. <laughs> That's why I don't fuck around with fucking Russians, man. How are, the, how are the Russian hookers? I don't, dude, if I even hear an accent, I hear anything that looks like it's from a 1980s fucking Bruce Willis movie, I am fucking out the door. I cannot like the fucking... Chicks that, you, that maybe could be a Bond villain? That's the line? Yeah, I yeah anybody yeah because they're not here by choice and I don't like Asian chicks either because it's too easy to be cute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so, just too easy. You want to put some effort into it? Yeah, I, like a black chick. You know, it's like there is a spectrum of black. You know, there's Precious and then there's Holly Berry. 
That's what makes Holly Berry so precious. <laughs> it's very true. Is this the weirdest podcast ever? Just no, this is great. With racist hookers jokes. Oh, keep them coming. That's amazing. That's, uh, yeah, but Death Squad, man, I was in uh, I was in Alaska, and a bunch of Death Squad people came out to Alaskan shows. I was really blown away. Did anybody come from out of state or from Canada, or were they all pretty much from Alaska? Dude, nobody comes from out of state to Alaska. That's a fucking effort. You can't just like, it's not like, hey, let's jump in the car and make a run to fucking Alaska. Like, dude, it's it's up there, dude. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I was, I, you know, I don't want to talk too much about what I talked on Izzy's thing, but basically halfway through my fight, flight, uh, they decide that we have a bad door and we have to turn around. But we have too much fuel, so they had to burn it off. So we flew around for two hours trying to burn fuel. That'd be miserable. Yeah, I'm like, let's take a shot at it. I mean, we're all, we got two hours. Get us closer, at least. Why are we going back to Phoenix? Gee, you so flew all the way back to Phoenix. Did Holy you fly shit. from Phoenix to Alaska? Yeah, it went L.A. to Phoenix to Alaska. Oh, man. That would be brutal brutal yeah yeah a five and a half hour flight took over 10 hours oh my god man <laughs> yeah sucking balls bro that's that's insane man that'd be i the only the longest flights i've been on are just like flying overseas i can't imagine like having to do all i i can't imagine like being halfway and then being like all right we need to turn around that's horrible yeah, it, it it was depressing as shit. And it was just like I sat next to fucking annoying people. Just old, annoying people who don't want to share their arms rest. It's fucking annoying. But they just like claimed it? Yeah, I mean, one of the only things left in my life is I'm not part of the Mile High Club. It's just like I need to cross it off my list. <laughs> That's the only thing I haven't done that I wanted to do. And it's just like, it's just, there's never been an opportunity. And as I'm getting older, it's getting harder to close the deal. So I'm going to have to fucking find a Craigslist hooker, buy her a ticket to wherever I'm flying. You know, you could probably have a lot of luck if meeting one of those in Akron that's coming up. Really? They got a lot of chicks who give it up? I mean, I'm... I bet you could definitely find a chick that would fuck you in an airplane bathroom. Absolutely. That's should that's just, a pretty sure bet. Should I just put that out? Sure. You should just, yeah, you should just open with that, like, first words on stage. By the way, when I leave, if any of you, you know, want to come back, join the Mile High Club, I bet you'll get a taker. That is hilarious. Who wants to join it? Who wants hope? <laughs> Like, it is a plane flight back to L.A. Yeah. Oh, does it have to go to L.A.? What's the closest no. airport to Akron? Uh, <laughs> you can take them to Detroit or Pittsburgh. What's that, a 30-minute? Uh, Detroit. Now, do I have to Columbus? fly them back? Uh, I don't. You're making the rules. So, I don't, I don't see why you'd have to. Well, I'll talk about walk of shame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, send them back to the Columbus airport, then they can walk from Columbus to Akron. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's only how much do you think they cost? A hundred bucks? Probably, yeah. That's something reasonable. Something well below the value of joining the Mile High Club. Yeah. Maybe I need to start a Kickstarter account to make this happen. Dude, if you start a Kickstarter now, it would be funded by the time you get here. Let me think about it. <laughs> Talk this over with Teeb and Red Band. I guarantee you Red Band will vote yes on this issue. Yeah, Red Band is a, such an interesting guy, huh? Yeah. I would like to have him on here to talk about some of the things, some of the stories that he has. Has he done your show yet? Not no. yet. Have you uh, asked him? Um, no. No, actually, no. no we've, we've only asked, asked you, him. dude, actually. <laughs> yeah, we've now asked you. No, uh, we've had Brody. You and Brody. How was Brody Stevens? I got to bring him up last night. He had a, a wonderful meltdown on stage. It was so exciting. Oh, that's awesome. What? I'm not funny. I was just on Saturday Night Live. Oh, <laughs> uh, he went off when he was here on someone like that, too. It would be awesome to be able to see 
you guys Brody be able meltdown? to do like a, no, I was going to say like a huge tour, like you and Teeb and Brody and Tony, like a bunch of awesome, guys for yeah. one show. That would be an awesome show. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, yeah, that would be a imp- fun thing. Is it just hard to do stuff like that, though, with different management and everyone's schedules to even like consider yeah, doing a big it's, show? A lot of people are on the road. A lot of people, you know, they could probably make more money just doing like an individual weekend at a club. You know, different people have different rates. And I think if they did a, a like a really big tour, I think they could totally do it. I mean, there, someone talked about a uh, naughty, I mean, a uh, Death Squad comedy festival. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. You know? I think it would be fun. I mean, it would be a crazy ass show. That'd be fun if Joe did one in like Vegas, had like a whole bunch of people on. Everybody does like ten minutes, like everybody from Death Squad. That'd be sweet. That'd be super fun. Be yeah, a good reason to go out to Vegas. Well, Joe Rogan's so busy now. He's got that fucking TV show on top of TV shows on top of TV shows. He's yeah. got to be harder than anybody else. I don't know if anybody was doing better. Yeah, he's he's always getting in something. It's kind of cool to see. Like, I didn't, I knew he was busy with something, but he was talking to that guy, uh, the aliens guy, and he was like, "Well, I don't have money for cameras." And then Joe was like, "Yeah, I do. I got a show on Sci-Fi now." And it was just like, "Whoa, show on Sci-Fi, crazy." And it's cool, he, like as you see, Joe gets like TV shows and stuff. Well, everybody else that like we were introduced to from his podcast within the last couple of years now tours and does the headlining like we've gotten to see you here in ohio ari duncan and joey diaz and so now it's like okay maybe joe's busy doing tv shows but now we get to see all you guys because you guys are on the big headlining tours now which is cool for us also yeah i mean like i think it's great i i've never seen anything like a D- the death squad movement which is kind of fucking crazy man I mean, it's crazy. The fans show up and we tattoo them. It's like we sign them and then we, they get tattoos of us. It's hilarious. Yeah. Shout outs to Dom Baker and Alyssa the Donkster. They yeah. have those tattoos. Alyssa the Donkster wouldn't let me give her Sam Tripoli tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, man? What better tramp stamp than my name? Signed largely in cloud font on the small of your back. That's awesome. I'll have to ask her why. Yeah, well, I think you should. That's awesome. I mean, either, I that or, either that or you and the team on each butt cheek, right? I'm cool with that, too. I don't know if Dominic will be cool with us fucking lighting up his sister's butt cheeks. <laughs> he might not be happy about that, or he may be really happy about that. He is from Ohio. <laughs> I'd be in the weird shit, man. Oh yeah. man, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh, things are good, man. I'm even like, but even what's cool is like even for people like Dom, like he's like a an open micer and like in part of the like Death Squad fan, and he's been able to open for like for you. He's been able to like do MC for uh, Segura. Segura. He's been able to MC for Brody, uh, Jim Norton, uh, David Tell. Like he's been getting like he's been really like coming up and just staying at it. Well, he's really funny, man. Uh, I mean, like, I talk about this a lot. I do a lot of the uh, road, and a lot of times the openers just suck. They just suck. And it's not that they're 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 bad comedians. It's just that they're so new to comedy. They just haven't found what they're good at yet, so they're, like, learning about it. So, But they go up there, and then, you know, and... Is they have rough sets. I'm sure, like, down the line, they're going to become better and better. But he's really funny, man. When, when uh, we did that show at Woodlands, is it called? Yeah. Woodlands? Yeah, when we did Woodlands, man, uh, he really crushed it. Everybody crushed it. The guy from New York City crushed it. And then uh, Tony crushed it. Yeah. Which was a big show for him because that was his, you know, coming back home show. Yeah. Tony's, Tony's so funny, man. Even just, like, talking to him off stage, like... Tony, you and Tony both are just super funny. It's just like always, that's just who you guys are. You know what I mean? No, I appreciate that. Yeah, Tony's a good guy. For a guy with gay face, he's a pretty cool cat. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, and him writing on a TV show, that just shows you how good he is. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. Um, so have you been, uh, you've been watching baseball? I saw the, the punk drunk, the punch drunk, uh, fantasy baseball, uh, came out. Um, yeah, I, I did fancy baseball. It's like a second job. It really is. I, uh, I had an auto draft. I actually didn't get to get in the league, but we were in like a different one. And I, I haven't even been able to touch it because it's like, you have to set your lineup for every day. Yeah. I just can't do that. I mean, even basketball is somewhat like that. That's why football is the best. You got, you know, once a week, mostly Sundays, but it's once a week. Occasionally you get a Thursday game and you just got to make sure your lives are, and then you're good to go. That's why that's so easy. But uh, Punch Drunk has been going really great, man. We got up to the top 15 in all of comedy, which is, I can't believe that. I saw that on iTunes. That was, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like, that's such an insight that, you know, the, the people get up that high are people who have TV shows or had TV shows or like Hollywood insiders. It's so hard to crack that top 15, you know, and we got there. So it was really cool, you know. Uh, Ari's moving to New York City, but you know he's going to Skype in, so it's going to be. I mean, it's a it's a great show. If you like sports, we talk about five minutes of it in two hours, and the rest of it's all a really great time. Did you uh, did you watch the the Dodgers Padres last night with Granky trying to shoulder that guy and break his collarbone? Yeah, it's like, dude, seriously, it's like the Dodgers should spend some money on Krav Maga classes for Granky. I mean, like. What kind of fight is that? Who does that? That's a white boy fight. That's white boy fighting right there. Bunch of shoving. I mean, right there, dude, one punch would have knocked either one of those dudes out. <laughs> Talk about two dudes who can't fight trying to act like tough guys. Yeah. yeah. On I, national TV. Yeah. It's just horrible. Bunch of fucking pretty boys trying to act like they're bad. And they're, what, what is this fucking high school football practice? <laughs> What, we running fucking run running back drills? Look at that, dude. Like, yeah. even... And who's the guy that he hit? What's the guy that he hit's uh, name? Man, let me... Let me look that up, man. It's, it's got a... I don't remember. I just remember, like, it immediately made us think about, like, probably the, the past few baseball fights we've seen were kind of wussy, except for the Reds and the Cardinals got in a fight in, like, 2010. And this dude was pushing Cueto back, and Cueto's, like... To the point where his feet were in there, and he ended up like soccer kicking this guy in the face, uh, or bicycle kicking, kicking this guy in the face like four times. Yeah, I'm waiting for someone to throw some martial arts moves out there. Yeah, I, that'd be interesting to see. Roundhouse uh, kick to the head, maybe takes his back and chokes him out. It uh, Carlos Quinton was the guy. Yeah, I mean Quinton didn't even throw a punch. He just ran into Granky's shoulder and he broke yeah. his collarbone. And he didn't even want to fight. And they're all talking about how big that guy. The guy wasn't even that big. Just size him up, dude. You know who you got to fucking give a lot of shit to is AJ Ellis. I mean, it's like, dude, that guy's walking towards the mound. Why aren't you uh, jumping up and grabbing him? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Carlos Quentin's 6'2", 240. He's not huge, but it's, that's not, it's not too yeah, small. Yeah, he is kind of big, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They kept talking about him. He's like the size of, like I don't know, a linebacker in the, MB, in the NFL. I mean, but he is a pretty big dude, I guess. He's, but yeah. why doesn't A.J. Ellis jump up and at least get in front of him? Yeah, you, gotta, had it, you had it right at the beginning, Krav Maga for Grinky, because what a shitty tackle that was with his form. Like, <laughs> all the broken shoulder could have been avoided if he just would have gotten a little bit lower on that. Get low, get low, get low, get low. Yeah, what a pussy, man. Uh, but I think Grinky's like the rain man. I really do think that. He's like the rain man of pitching. <laughs> he's got this like Norman Bates vibe to him. You see interviews. He's like, uh, he always looks like he's about to admit he's got dead hookers in his fucking suitcase or something like that. Like, he just has that look of a guy who's not right. Well, I guess he, uh, I guess like, I mean, just because he's always like, whenever he's on like the trading block or, you know, who's going to pick up him? Like, I guess he has some major anxiety issues. That's what people say. And he kind of, they're surprised he went to L.A. just because he doesn't handle the the big market pressure and everything else like that. Yeah, well, $160 million can make you kind of forget your anxieties. Buys a couple scripts of Xanax. Right? Yeah. 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 
He signed fast too. He wasn't on the market for long. He went exactly. from the, the Angels to the Dodgers. Yeah, from Kansas City. Where yeah. did he go? Kansas City to Milwaukee. I think yeah, he was in Milwaukee, and then from Milwaukee to the Angels, and then to the Dodgers. See, Milwaukee's another town where you don't think there's hot chicks there, and there's a ton of them. Yeah. It's the name doesn't seem like it would be hot chicks. Yeah, and they all like cheese and beer. Cheese yeah, foods. Milwaukee's best is shitty beer, so you probably think there's shitty chicks there. <laughs> and all the fucking Green Bay Packer fans are fucking butt ugly. <laughs> like Daga and Yuck. <laughs> yeah, fat chicks in the stands. That's hilarious. So that's why you think all the. I mean, like how uh, how how far and wide do they have to search for ten cheerleaders for the Green Bay Packers? They have to go just outside of Wisconsin. <laughs> and my favorite part of uh, of uh, of cheerleading is like how they go from the NCAA's to the NFL. Like in the NCAA's, it's all about they're so innocent and excited, and then they get to the pros, and it's just like everybody's doing stripper fucking moves, and they're going ass to ass. <laughs> they're bedazzling their assholes putting the glitter on it yeah put some glitter on it that sounds like a rap song put some glitter on that asshole <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious that's awesome yeah. so it's gonna be a fun show and hopefully everybody could come out and see it that's right 2018 through the 20th and uh, that May show sounds awesome, man. The uh, the all your shows sound awesome, but the Hard Rock Hotel. Um, and people can go to uh, to get tickets to that. You just go to well, you can go to Sam's website, and he has links right there. But if you just go to, I'm gonna tweet it out from um, I'm gonna tweet it out from the sample hour. But it's just go to www. I think it's just hardrockhotel.com, and yeah. we'll will pull it up for you. Yeah. Las it's Vegas gonna be events. a big AVN weekend there, so it's gonna be like f- five or six porn stars. Uh, Sweet. But yeah, it's gonna be a great after party, and I'm working on getting some big name comedians out there. It's gonna be tons of fun, dude. And uh, we're giving away flashlights and vibrators to the ladies. <laughs> to the ladies, huh? Yeah, dude. I mean, women. Women still find way because when there used to be a time when you talk dirty on stage, they get all offended. Yeah. But, man, once you whip out vibrators, they just don't give a fuck. It's just anything goes. <laughs> it's like having a bag of vibrators like having a U.N. food truck in Somalia. <laughs> it's a bunch of fucking – they just they just love them, dude. It's crazy. And if you go to a naughty show, you'll notice that – I don't know how Vegas is going to do because this is the first time we're doing it this way. But there's there's more women in the crowd than men. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. It's way interesting. It's very interesting because, you know, I mean, I book it a certain way and the women come, they have fun. They, they feel everything's about, about making women feel safe and they just come have fun and they get filthy. My show is the number one show for getting laid after. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Chicks get all revved up. Yeah, Drew, you want to comment on that? I think you owe fucking Sam a debt of gratitude. Yeah, oh, got, you got Drew late after the last time you were in town for this show. Oh, the, no. Did you bring the girl I whispered to her asshole? No, 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 no. The one that uh, the one that I was sitting with. No, I didn't. No, my my now girlfriend. Yeah, we got a we got into a relationship shortly after that show. She, oh, was she sitting with you? Yeah. And I kind of racked her. Uh, I think so. You asked how long we've been together. When we were uh, there and we we're like a month, you're like, oh, you guys are new. But, uh, oh, perfect. She said she liked your hair. What? She said you were, you were talking something about like, uh, you were like, I think I have a bald spot. She's like, you don't have a bald spot. And you were like, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Like, I don't know. I have a weird, like, cow, like, right where I should be bald. Yeah, you but know? you have a full head of hair, man. Like, you're not I know. Going bald. I was taking Propecia back in the day because that was so scary. And then my brother, when he hit 30, he hit fully. I'm like, oh, I got nothing to worry about. But I was just scared shitless. I came out of the womb full afro. <laughs> yeah, I had a full head of hair, too. I was like a, a little munchie I had just giant afro, Armenian afro. You know who I did a gig with last night? Lorenzo Lamas. How was that? Dude. Fucking phenomenal. Do you know how much ass that guy has crushed? 
I'm sure a ton. That guy's fucking night of pigging. You guys all put a ring on it. That's who you. The girls he's pigged with. Girl, he's got drunk. He's like, oh fuck this fucking eight. Fuck it. You would fucking marry her. He'd be like, oh god, I love you so much. You're an angel. As Lorenzo Lamas went pig on her. Dude, I remember as a kid watching all of the action movies and shit that he used to be on, like do the crazy karate and shoot and blow stuff up. I bet that dude has been slamming pussy for like 25 years now. I go, I just like all the assholes you've done cocaine out of Lorenzo Lamas. It must be amazing. Lorenzo Lamas has got a hot daughter too. It's like 25 or something. And like, yeah, she just married Nick Ritchie from uh, the dirt, the dirty. Really? Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the, what is what's the dirty? What is is that a? It's like uh, it actually was pretty. It's um, it's like a website where like people post pictures of people they saw at the bar. It's like yeah. it's like TMZ for regular people. Yeah. So he's like one of the guys who started the dirty. Yeah. He, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, he made a lot of money off that, but I think he's trying to get out of that because that just brings like chaos, like. I interviewed Hunter Moore on the Naughty Show podcast, and uh, he he does that gotcha stuff, and um, and like people go after you really badly, like they try to take you out, and like they try to give you a lot of shit. Yeah, I uh, I know this guy I used to work with. He was put on the dirty. They called him the uh, the the ten k millionaire or something like that. <laughs> they like. They were just like, this girl just dug into him. She found all these pictures of him with his shirt off and it's caught like said that he had a small dick. Like she just destroyed him on the dirty. Like it was crazy. Yeah. The dirty's fucking. Yeah. That's again, it's snitching shit. It's just fucking retarded snitching shit. Yeah. I like, I always say protect the sluts. We must protect these sluts. <laughs> like everyone ridicules the girl who puts out, leave her alone. Let's protect her. Let's make her feel wanted. <laughs> That's why, you know, at the comedy store, there's been a bunch of girls who, like, have been fooling around with everybody forever. Everyone makes them feel bad for it. I'm like, you got to make these girls feel welcomed. Why do we, why do we give shit to chicks who like to put out? I don't understand it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of... That's it's kind of weird. It's like the the weird taboo of society. Like guys get uh guys get praised by guys, but then girls like attack all the other girls, and guys kind of attack the girls too. Well, I mean, I mean, if you want to break it down on primal reasons, the reason that guys, most people don't like guys when guys like sluts when they're just looking to fuck, but they don't want to date a slut because then you don't know if the kid is yours or not. There's no way to tell. Yeah, that makes sense. Until you're like 15 years in, you're like, oh, dude, you don't have my eyes. This is total bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, <laughs> so that's why, like, the best way to ensure it's your kid is to lock that shit down. They said, like, some crazy number, like 11% of children born aren't the, the biological son of the kid, the, of the father. It's like some crazy number, dude. It's, like, really a lot higher than you think it would be. That's pretty, that's pretty crazy. And that's like on the like, and and that that that's the portrayal is like you find that throughout the animal kingdom. Like that's the number one primal biological portrayal is bringing spending your resources on the resources of another kid that isn't yours. Yeah. Which I have problems with. I mean, love you should love a kid, you know. But that's where it comes down to. And the reason other girls hate sluts is because you get like. Do you ever hear the story of me and Tony Hinchcliffe at a after a show with some chick who wanted to do stand up for us naked? No. She just wants to get naked, right? This chick yeah. wants to get naked. She starts doing stand up while this other chick is being a bitch to everybody. And I'm like, hey, you have no hand to play here, lady. There's a chick who's naked. All your cards are done. The only way you can beat this out is you get more naked than she is. <laughs> That's the only way you could take this party over. <laughs> He's just buck naked blowing everybody. You're over here bitching about the carrots. Nobody cares. That's hilarious. 
And I, 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 sometimes I don't know how these podcasts go. Dude, I, uh, you're, dude you're awesome, dude. dude. This is hilarious. This yeah, has like been super enjoyable. Yeah. I'm just, I'm dying laughing over here <laughs> yeah. off the mic, dude. I just don't want to. I just don't want to get you out of your train of thought because you've been so funny. Thanks, but I uh, I have to jam in a few because I gotta go take my dog to uh, the park where she's gonna fuck up other dogs. Fuck yeah. That's what we do. I take the fucking look. No, my dog's a lover. <laughs> she's like a fucking such a cock tease at the dog park. They all want to get in it and she flashes on the puss and then she fucking goes, I don't think so and runs off. Fucking cock tease. <laughs> now just like, they just shove their faces in her snatch and I'm like, whoa. And they're like, this is just how we roll, man. Wouldn't that be great if you could just take a girl, you go to the bar, you just take her ass and put it on your face. <laughs> Just to see if there's a match. Just to say hello. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> you should go fucking ass goggles right on your face. That's hilarious. Nose and asshole, vagina on mouth, and just. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man. Um. Well, everybody who's listening, follow Sam Tripoli at Sam Tripoli. Uh, so it's at S-A-M-T-R-I-P-O-L-I. Uh, also follow The Naughty Show. Um, go buy some merchandise. They got Bring the Wood t-shirts. Get a Naughty Show t-shirt. Sam is going to be at, uh, if for everyone in Ohio, at Jason Killed. You should definitely be at this show. You're in Cleveland. You're not that far. Go to the Funny Stop in Cuyahoga Falls, April 18th through the 20th. Um, go see him. Also, if you're in the in the Vegas area, um, what are you pointing out there? I'm sorry. Oh, the Vegas one is May 10th and 11th at the Vinyl in the Hard Rock Casino, Las Vegas. Um, he's also going to be, looks like April 28th. Um, where's that at? Oh, in Hollywood. Another naughty oh, show. Comedy rap battles, man. My next awesome great show. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a, that's eight days later. That's a great show, dude. Yeah, you got a stacked lineup. Everybody should just check out samtriply.com and look at this lineup of dates. There's all kinds of stuff on here. Nothing but fun gigs, son. Life's too short to fucking do shitty shit. <laughs> awesome, man. Glad that you got to do all these shows and that everybody gets to go out and see that. And uh, thanks again for Naughty Show, for Punch Drunk. For uh, you know all the podcasts that you put out for free that we all get to listen to. Yeah, and thanks for coming on our podcast too. We really appreciate it, man. It's awesome to talk to you, and it was awesome to meet you in person and and just get to see you two weeks in a row. I had a blast, great. man. I got a lot of respect for you as a comic, man. You're definitely. I mean, that was the one at the Woodlands was easiestly the best comedy show I'd ever been to. It was just so crazy. I mean, everything, oh, thanks, dude. It was so much fun, and then. Then just watching you kill in a totally different environment, man. I know I've been kind of talking about it a lot, but it's I don't think people really know. I, I think like a lot of people get kind of caught up and, you know, they know what they're good at. But I mean, you're I mean, it just showed how talented you really are. So it, it was awesome to see. Um, Thanks, and, man. I really appreciate it. I just want to say well, one quick thing. I said this on Izzy's uh, podcast, but it's like if you love a comedian or you're a fan of them, I mean, and if you have the cash. You know, buy a ticket to a show as soon as you find out about it. The uh, It's better to buy it early than to do walk-up. Now, if you've got to wait till you get your money, I understand that. But I definitely think if you like somebody, you should walk up. You should go grab tickets because it allows the club to n- realize that there's a demand for you. If you, just, if you just walk up to the club, they think it's natural walk-up, and you don't get credit for that. Like, I... I always know my fans are just going to walk up, yeah. you know, because I'm not Rogan. Rogan, you want to buy your tickets quickly because you think it's going to sell out fast. So if you're a fan of the of, of the comedian, you see he's playing the club, you know you're going to go buy your tickets early. Even if you don't think it's going to sell out, it just really helps the comedian in the long run. Yeah, we try and always go to your guys' Thursday shows. Come out, dude. Like I said, I got a bunch of new jokes. The guys in here last time, always working on something. We'll make it chaotic. You'll have fun. Sounds awesome, man. Well, thanks again, Sam, and uh, and we'll talk to you real soon, boss. All right, guys. Gr- thanks for uh, let me talk shit for an hour. Oh, dude, anytime you want to, you just let us know. All right, guys, take care. You Bye too, buddy. Death Squad. Bye, guys. Later, See ya. Sam. <laughs> 
and everything is going to be, and everything is going to be.